This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, everyone. This is Larry Port. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I am the CEO of Rocket Matter, and I like to bring on interesting people to give good advice and interesting ideas to our attorney audience. So today, I'm very excited to have somebody with me that I met at my strategic coach sessions in Toronto. This is like a thing I go for entrepreneurial training. And I'm excited to have with me James Robert Lay. He is the founder and CEO of Digital Growth Institute, which is a leading advisory service for financial institutions that do, you know, digital marketing initiatives. So, and I was asking him, you know, like, uh, James Robert, what do you think? Are there similarities between the legal market and financial, you know, services or industry? Is absolutely. So welcome to the program, James Robert. Thanks so much for having me on today, Larry. Look forward to it. So, um, all right, well, let's start. Basically, you know, we have this whole digital landscape and a lot of law firms don't know what to make of it. How would you start thinking about how to carve up this digital landscape or how to start even thinking about it and, and what kind of initiatives law firms or other professional services might attempt to do on, on these digital platforms? I think the very first thing is to look at where we fit in to this landscape as a whole. What is our role that we're playing? And what I mean by that is because of digital disruption, you've got all these new players entering every single vertical, whether it be, for example, financial services, or in this case, the legal market, uh, legal zoom, you've got trademark engine. And while I think they're feeling uh, a specific niche from our studies with just with consumers as a whole, people are still buying professional services from other people. And so as a professional service provider, as a law firm, the growth will come from transforming how we think about growth as a whole, not necessarily the phone book or newspaper or billboards on the freeway or TV ads, but it's looking to position ourselves as a thought leader, uh, an expert, an authority within the field of law that we practice. So people, and I hate to use this word, but feel good about making a decision to work with us. I, I agree with you. I mean, look, a lot of times people reach out to lawyers when they have like a very bad situation, oftentimes kind of one of the worst situations they're going to face in their entire lives on their hand. And like you want that shoulder to lean on or cry on or whatever on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, it's, it's very important. It is. And, and, and so the way that we look at the world is really through two lenses and it's a formulaic process. You, you have a digital experience that doesn't necessarily lead to growth alone. The, the digital experience must be added to the human experience. And so it's the formulaic is your, your digital experience plus your human experience that is what yields exponential future growth. It's not one or the other. It's working the two together because to use your word shoulder to cry on, I use that word feelings and emotion, experience, it boils down to just being empathetic uh, to someone um, because particularly when they're, they're at a tough time, like you said, uh, legally. So uh, let me ask you this then. So it sounds like what you're kind of saying is that um, in order for a law firm or a lawyer to do business development online through digital means that it's almost kind of like somewhat of an extension of their personality to so is, is am i repeating that right or am i not getting that right 
No, it's a fair statement. It's an extension of their personal brand. Maybe it's their 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 law firm brand as a whole. And you know, one of the the the, the tools that we teach is something called a purpose statement pyramid, and it's four different levels. And at the very bottom, you have your product. That's that's your expertise, if you will, whatever area of law that you practice. Then you level up. You have your process. It's 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 the experience that you're walking someone through working with you and then if you level up a little bit further you have people that's your your niche area of focus if you have one i highly recommend that in professional services so that's where you can go deep into levels of expertise for a specific market but at the pinnacle of of this call it personal branding it's it's defining a purpose that goes beyond just your law firm of why you exist who you're helping and really why you're helping them that's the higher calling because that's really what people connect with when buying professional services because it is an emotive buying experience. And we've used that word. We hear that word a lot today, experience. And experience is really nothing more than well-defined processes and systems that have been thought out, applied, optimized over time, resulting in either hopefully a positive emotion or it could be a negative emotion. So when you work with uh, professionals, like how do you typically begin? Like, where do you start? Cause in, I'm not sure what it's like in financial services, but I know that in legal services, people are so used to having negative experiences. And, um, so, so how do you get them back into a place where they feel safe and that you can work with them constructively? So, so many parallels, as you just noted. Um, I think a lot of it is we're stuck in this cycle of complexity. Um, and, and, and that's really rooted a little bit further into just we're continuously doing like so we're just doing this marketing without stopping pausing questioning why we're doing it in the first place what are the results what are the fruit of our labor so to really begin my recommendation for someone in professional services in the legal field is to stop stop doing take a step back let's think about what we're doing are we getting the results um, how are we helping people? How are we helping them overcome their questions, their concerns? How are we helping to, to guide them to their, their dreams, to, to what their better future looks like? Um, and, and a lot of that comes from what we call a persona development exercise. Because once you identify some of these factors, like for example, your personas, then you can begin to craft marketing messages digitally around those questions and concerns lean into those pain points because people buy solutions to reduce their levels of pain and frustration. Um, and then you, you, you can guide them playing the role of um, an Obi-Wan Kenobi or uh, a Mr. Miyagi, if you will. Like a Sherpa. To their, yeah, a Sherpa. It's a, it's a great, great analogy. And the way that we do that digitally is through, and it comes back to personal branding. That's the content that you're producing and not only producing, but really distributing online. And so it takes some time to think through all of the different components of, of this digital growth engine, if you will. And that's why it's like, if you continuously are just doing all of this activity and not really taking a moment to stop, think how it fits together, you're just gonna get stuck in this continuous cycle of confusion as, as more and more opportunities digitally unfold, but are they really opportunities? How do they fit into our growth picture? So. You know, you're taking kind of the long view of things and how everything kind of fits together to form uh, a picture. You know, I think we see a lot of uh, law firms uh, engaging in one activity 
or another, and maybe not necessarily seeing the forest for it, for the trees. So, you know, you have all these different things out there now, these different platforms and without giving away any kind of uh, trade secrets or, you know, um, tools of the trade, what are your thoughts on some of the different components of the digital landscape right now? Like blogs, uh, videos, LinkedIn, Facebook, like what is your impression of these different tools that are out there right now? If I was to break this down and prioritize it, the very first thing to focus on is, is building a website that sells. So many websites today for professional services are just nothing more than glorified online brochures that place us as the hero of the narrative. And, and to use your idea of a Sherpa, we're, we're not the hero. The hero is our, is our customer. It's who we're helping. We, play, we have to take on that role of the helpful guide. That's a mindset shift right there. So we build a website that sells as a first step. There's a lot of lead generation activity going on on that website. Primarily, that's going to come through your blogging, your content creation. Um, as you and I have talked in the past, content creation isn't necessarily just writing anymore. It, it, it is video, and video can turn into podcasts, and podcasts can turn into blogs, and those blogs can turn into uh, audio, or the, the podcast can turn into audiograms, which can be then distributed through your different social channels, whether that be organic social, let's say maybe LinkedIn or Facebook, or then you can use targeted targeting with each of those systems. And maybe it's people who have visited your website off of a Google search, you're now remarketing them. And so it's fitting all of these different components, but it's really about prioritizing. So if I was to prioritize, build a website that sells, tie that website that sells into some type of marketing automation platform, because the goal of your website is lead generation. Well, we don't know how many leads, where they are, uh, in regards to needing legal services, maybe it's something that they're looking at for a longer term play. Maybe it's an um, um, emergency and they need it like tomorrow. So you'll be able to do some prioritization with that. Once you have those two systems, then it gets into content creation and distribution. And so you're going to have your blog, you're going to have your video content, you're going to have your distribution through your social channels. And then I think the key thing to, to not forget, it's who have we helped in the past? Our customers, our past clients. And, and the reason is, those can be the biggest advocates for us to leave ratings and reviews, say on a Google places or a Facebook page, because when, when someone is shopping for professional services, they want to feel like you have helped them before, helped someone like them before. And it's those ratings and reviews that people look at and do influence a buying decision. That's really interesting stuff. So um, this is a lot of information. We should definitely have you on a webinar so we can kind of go further into this. Uh, would you be up for that at some point? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. For sure. So absolutely. Um, until then, though, like if somebody would like to reach out to you and uh, maybe inquire about, you know, your services, how might they get in touch with you, James Robert? I always just say, Google me, James Robert Lay, and um, it'll probably come up on my LinkedIn profile at the very top. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me a question uh, that you might have and happy to respond, provide some context and, uh, and help you along that digital growth journey. And I think that's probably like one of the most important things. This takes time. This is a, a running a marathon, not a sprint. And over a course of a year, two, three years, when you look back at where you've been versus to where you're at in the future, you'll, you'll be in a much better place from a lead generation business development digitally. James Robert Lay, founder and CEO of Digital Growth Institute. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me on. This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.